Alright, what's up, fags and fagitas? We have another great day. I hope someone's driving with someone that doesn't know what this podcast's all about and just heard that opening and had to be like, God damn it. Could turn it off quick enough. I hope you guys can't hear that my laundry machine's going on in the background. If you can, that's me subtly bragging. Yeah, I have a washer and a dryer in my apartment. Suck my dick, fucking poor people. I'm trying not to drink, because Lauren gets here Saturday night. This is being recorded on Wednesday. So I figure I have to, like, get my night sweats out of the way from abusing alcohol for the past seven months because <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that anymore so I'm trying to get my night sweats done with before she gets here so I'm just having Bud Light today uh, that'll be good I wonder how much weight I'll lose going through withdrawal I have to think some I'm already down like 15 pounds since moving here so come on night withdrawal maybe some sweating, some puking. That'll get me down another 10. I mean, I don't think I'll be in good shape. I don't think I can I can sneak into McDonald's once a week or a Taco Bell. I try to get my anger up watching liberal videos for this week, but it didn't work. I think because they've just gotten so fucking retarded that I'm not even, like, upset with them anymore. I'm like, oh, yeah, you've stolen our future and all of our money. But on the other hand, <laughs> Joe Biden just got lost for the 60th time and we're still pretending that's not an issue. Like that was what's funny on when he did 60 minutes and the guy's like, what do you say to people who think your, your mental acuity is not up to the task? And he's like, oh, watch me. Just you watch me. I'll show you. And they, the guy didn't really push him. Like he wasn't like, no, I have been watching you and you wander into bushes. You fucking... Your wife comes out and is like, no, this way, this way. And you still go the wrong way. I don't, does Secret Service have you on a leash when they take you out? They're like, oh, yes, this is our president. Don't, he bites. He bites. Don't get too close. And God forbid you put him on a bicycle. He will fall and break his fucking neck. Can you imagine if that's how we lost our president? If that's how the first female president came to be in America was. He's so old, on a stopped bike, he fell and just fucking died. Speaking of, Italy has the first female president. Hear that in the news? And this will go into how I got my anger up. I'm sorry, I got a phone call. So I don't know where I was. But something about Italy's prime minister who's right wing, so no one gives a shit. I think my favorite part about the riots that were going on in Italy is they were they were like joy riots. They were like, we won the Super Bowl riots, not like, fuck, another black guy got killed. Let's take over part of the city riots. Um, but that being said, the, my favorite part was they were tearing down UN flags, which why would your country ever put up a UN flag? But they were tearing down UN flags and putting up Italy ones. I had a, I had this fight with someone again last like last week. I was like, the UN is completely fucking pointless. Why would you want a power further away from you, making decisions about your life when they know nothing about 
The half of you don't speak fucking English, and you're gonna tell me how to live my life. You're gonna tell me I can't have two liters of Mountain Dew every fucking morning. The fuck off my lawn, you Italian pieces of shit. I like how I went from being happy for the Italians to calling them pieces of shit. Let's let's redo that. Get off my lawn, you fucking Spaniard, you Portuguese faggot. There, that felt better. That felt. I might have shit my pants. God damn it. All the surgeries we have nowadays, why isn't there one to fix your butthole? I guess I just have to do Kegels. But that would be convenient if they could just put in like a robot butthole. It opens like like a sci-fi door, like whoosh, whoosh. Or like, do you remember the doors in the caverns in Goldeneye? That took forever. First off, I don't know why they had two different ones. They had one that was like an eyelid that opened. And then the next one was like, it was like a pentagon. And, like, all the pieces just, like, curled in together. and So I want that. I want the Pentagon door implanted in my anus. Not the eyelid one. I don't think it'll be strong enough to hold back the fury. But I do think the Pentagon can without much leakage. Just an idea. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll go on to CAD. I'll design it up and try to get that going. Get a patent on it, then sell it to some Asian to figure out how to make it actually work. Um... Let us see what else is happening in the world. Oh, so women. So we talk, we've hit on all of this before, but now it's all coming into sharp contrast. Uh, so the queen died, and all of a sudden she's a racist old bitch. Um, Margaret Thatcher died, she was a racist old bitch. This Italian broad gets into power, she's a racist cunt. Um, seems like there's not a lot of leaders that we like from women. Seems like... Every strong female character ends up being a racist old cunt. These dirty broad coozes ruining countries and taking advantage of black people. And yet we want we want to see strong women in our movies and TV shows, man. To go fuck yourself. Is all I like first off the fact that people think Kamala Harris is a strong woman, the dick sucker in chief. Fucking threw every black guy in San Francisco in jail. She's not racist, though. She doesn't hate blacks. Let's remember, she's Indian. So, Indians are pretty fucking racist. They say they still follow the caste system in uh, Silicon Valley. All the Indians there, like, will not hire a darker-skinned Indian. Because it's like... That's how they did it a thousand years ago in India. They're like, oh, no, 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 you stay down there. I don't care how much you got on SAT. I don't know if that's an Indian accent, but if I shake my head more, maybe I'd do it better. How do they do that? They gotta get CTE. This fucking hurts. Try it. If you're at home or in your car right now, try shaking your head and talking. No, 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 no. My neck, my I feel it in my head. Now, it could be because there's just like a soup of liquor in surrounding my brain at all times. So there's more room for it to bounce around in my skull, but... It is impressive. Maybe that's why they die young. And a lot of them die shitting themselves to death, which I love. Fourth biggest killer in India. Diarrhea. Because they can't get clean water. And yet, we want to change how we energize our country. Could you imagine if India was like, yeah, we're not going to use gas anymore. And then the number goes from like 30% of India not being able to have water to fucking... 60 
That'd be dope. Just kill them all. I really hope that happens in Austin. I hope... I want, a, like, a cold-ass... I want zero degrees. I want the electricity to go down again. And I want all these homeless people... I want homeless popsicles on the street of Austin. Kill them all. I'm so down to bring in just a ton of fentanyl for, like, a month. Let them all die. And then have clean streets. One of my... What, I've already had my first homeless friend die. I was so excited. I saw, and I saw him take them away. He used to... He slept outside the... Marriott. I used to see him every day on my walk to the gym. He had a bag of piss because he couldn't piss on his own. So they, he has like one of those piss bags with like a tube. Um, and yeah, I saw him. He was dead. And I was walking by and they were taking him away. I was like, ah, my first recognizable bum. Gone. Rest in peace, bum man. Uh, yeah, but getting back to the strong women. Let's talk about the new Lord of the Rings. And I'm sorry, guys. Lauren does come Saturday, so hopefully I can watch all of Houses of Dragons by, like, next Wednesday when I record, because I really want to see those. We also do have to put my dog down. I was like, just do it where you're at now, because she's staying in the Panhandle of Florida for the next, like, three, four days, and then driving here Saturday morning. And I was like, she's like, well, don't you want to see him again? I was like, yeah, no, it, it's really nice of you to make it. I'm going to bring the dog out so I could say hi and then immediately take him to a fucking vet that chokes the life out of him. That's what I want to do. That sounds like a great... I was like, you know what would be better? If I just never fucking saw the thing again. Just show up with a tin can of dust and be like, this is your dog. I'd be like, great. That seems like the easier... Why do people put their kids through the torture of owning dogs? Also, it's like... I don't think it makes them better at, like, handling death. All my friends who own dogs, like, suck dick with death. They're dying. Who gives a shit? Move on. Like, they don't handle humans dying any better than my friends that never had dogs. I mean, also, no one handles death like I do with just blank, lifeless eyes that could not give less of a fuck. Like, they're gone. Oblivion. We're all heading towards it. Why get fucking emotional? Anyways, so the women. So the new Lord of the Rings show fucking sucks. And it does this thing where it's like every male character is a fucking retard. Like everyone, even the black elf that they're like, hey, we got a black elf. Isn't he cool? It's like, no, he's a fucking retard too. He fucking got captured like a pussy. He, he pulled a fucking McCain and got captured by the enemy. Yeah, you take that black guy. Trump hates you too. He prefers his soldiers not captured. Fucking black elf piece of shit. He fucking looks like the guy from Chicago that faked his, like, attacking. Jesse Smollett. Every time I watch, all I could see is Jesse Smollett being like, I'm like, oh my god, that's him. Where are the Nigerians? Watch out. Of course, the orcs now, all white. They're all pale white orcs who, like, can't even go out into the sun. And it's like... Which kind of makes them the most Jewish looking that the orcs have ever looked. I was like, this is, we're getting borderline. Like, it's kind of like when the goblins in Harry Potter ran the bank. And they're all like white with big noses, glasses, like crooked teeth. You're like, oh, they're just Jews. They're just dirty Jews up there. So anyway, so let's look at the characters. There's like three story arcs. So there's Galadriel, and she's super warrior, could kill anything. 
and her buddy, who's like the king of the Southlands, is a man, and he's a pussy. He wants to hide. He's running away from everything. He's a big fucking puss puss. Um, they run into Numenor, where there's a black queen who's so good, and she's so nice and kind. And then there's an evil scheming guy who, like, is her second in command. And then, like, all, like, her father, the black queen's dad, who's somehow white. <laughs> she's black, black, and he's white, white. Um... He, like, had these good ideas about helping the elves, but no. Like, is he the hero? No, the black girl has to be, who she's not in the books. She's just, like, this kind of whore in the books. Um, the dad is, like, dying. He's literally drooling on himself. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. He, like, he's just retarded. So you have a coward as a male character and a guy drooling himself in this storyline and a dude that's an asshole. So the villain... A dude who can't put two words together and a coward. And then the super warrior woman and a warrior queen who has all the great ideas. All right, let's go to the next storyline. You have the humans hiding in the towers and Black Elf. We already talked Black Elf is probably the best male character, but still a pussy. Um, and the humans, guess what? They're run by a woman. Why? Why is she the leading them? Oh, she was like a barmaid. Oh, that sounds like who you want to put in charge. The fucking barmaids yelling at everyone, getting them weapons. She's going to lead the charge against the orcs of Sauron. I don't know what his name is. There's the other guy. Maybe Sauron. Evil. Who cares? Um, then we go to the hobbits. Oh, look at all these strong female characters with the hobbits. All the men. The leaders of the hobbits is a black guy that, like, Runs into trees as a doofus. The other male hobbit broke his leg as a fucking doofus. The women are so wise and smart and helpful. And then there's Gandalf. Also, possibly Gandalf, whatever they're going to make him. Fell from the sky, can't speak, drools on himself, is a big fucking retard. Okay. <laughs> so men are looking great right now. Yeah? And of course the women are like, oh, we're fearless and we like to fight. So now you get Elrond and the dwarves. Uh, Durin is a fucking idiot. His wife has to, like, take control of him and tell him what's up. Elrond's kind of cool. He's whatever, but he's kind of dumb also. And all the other elves are, like, scheming evil dudes. All right, now we go to the last one. And it is... What's the last story? Was that it? Hobbits, Durin... I think that's it. So, but it makes it, like, so... the Like, a woman's only value is if she's super smart and a queen... Or could fight. So that's that's so basically, if they were men throughout history, and let's remember these stories are based off of World War II people. Show me all the women warriors in World War II. It would take you two seconds because there are zero. And the the really insulting part, and this is why women should be insulted, is this kind of says like your part during those wars and during real life, the real world events was useless. You were fucking losers. You were dunces. The only people that matter are the people who fight and kill and do that. And like, that was what was so good about the first Lord of the Rings was like, there was value to the people that just like supported them. There was value to the people who stayed home. Like the mother who like sent her two kids off on the horse in two towers to warn the kingdom about the Orkai coming. Like she was a hero. She stayed back, could have been killed. She stood in the way, like, she wasn't a warrior. She just made a huge sacrifice sending her kids away and helped save the kingdom. And, like, 
now it's like, oh, if you stay at home and are supportive, there's no value to you as a human. You're just completely useless, which was the role of women for all of human history for the most part. Yeah, there's a few women that took power. There's a few women that were warriors. There are a few, but far and away, not the case. So now you have this show saying the only way you have value is if you act like a man. So all those women that made huge sacrifices in England during World War II, fuck you, you're fucking putsies. You're fucking, like, I don't see this as inspiring. This doesn't empower, like, if I were a woman, I'd be like, not empowered at all by this. I'd be like, oh, I could only be empowered if I pick up a sword and can beat five men who attack me at the same time. That's the only way. And, like, this is the problem with a bunch of movies where the man is the... It's like, yeah, we don't need supermen. Like, that's kind of why 300 was good. Because they all die. You don't have to kill 600 people. You don't have to... Whatever. You go out, you try your best. And throughout history, guess who was doing the fighting? The men. And why do we have Lord of the Rings? Because Tolkien went and fought. So you're just being disrespectful to all the men's history and all the women's. And it just drives me nuts. And it's, especially because it's sexist to both. You're being sexist to men by, like, having them, two men, two powerful men are drooling on themselves and eating porridge. And can't fucking do shit right. And then the women are, what, if, if you're a woman that doesn't go to the gym and do steroids and learn how to fight, you're useless. And we've seen it in the military. When we lower the standards so that women can get into part, parts of power, okay, well, well then they're useless because they're not like Gladriel. Because they're not like Hobbit bitch who's super courageous and shit. If you can't hit the same standards men can, which you can only do in fictional Hollywood fucking bullshit movies and TV shows, oh, we have these super-powered women. Aren't they cool? Aren't they neat? Why did Wonder Woman only work as one movie? And by work, I'm using that term extremely loosely. Because they made the backstory of her coming from an island of superhuman fighters. That were all women. That all had to take on the roles of men and women. That she's a superhuman and she's fighting a man. And then in the sequel, they're like, uh, now this nerdy girl is also a superpowered person. Uh, who knows? Okay. <laughs> I guess. But you have to go to such a stretch to have the woman be atomic blonde. You have to go to such a stretch to have the woman be Jason Bourne. Where you're watching and you're like, yo, this bitch cannot do six pull-ups. There's no way she's doing this shit. There's no way in hell. And then they want, why is no one watching our movies? Like, that was what was good about the first Hunger Games. It was like Katniss was really good at hunting and they explained it. And she wasn't going up and doing like hand-to-hand combat with these huge dudes. Like, she had to be a little pussy bitch. But it was like survival was the important part. It wasn't about showing off in front of the boys that women can do anything. It was, I survived this. That's what matters. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think if you're a man or woman, you should be super offended by this. 
Well, what about back in the day? I've watched movies from the 50s and 60s. Those women could string a couple words together and make a fucking sentence. They weren't drooling on themselves eating porridge. Okay? And also, that's what you want to make films on? Oh, I wonder why Hollywood's falling apart. I wonder why Netflix can't keep a fucking job. I wonder why Amazon has so many failed experiments. Yeah, The Boys is good. All right? One show. One show I like on Amazon. All right. Because they don't know what they're fucking making. Terminal List was fine. It's not good. You know, Netflix. Why was all of Netflix shows at the very beginning so good? House of Cards, right? Because they were willing to take risks. Because they were willing to show you something that you haven't seen before. Now all the shows are fucking boring. Ozark Season 3 got bad. Stranger Things now sucks. Like... You're not taking risks. You're putting in, you know, Stranger Things. Well, the first season was good, but now we have to really show how strong women can be. You did in the first season. You showed the mom dealing with her son being missing. And now it's like, well, but now they're super powered. Now we have super strong women that can really upset the what's going on around them. Okay. Okay, sure. Whatever. If that's your only possible definition of strength, then fine. You got me. But yeah, watch Netflix, Hulu, all these places. Hulu will be fine because they have live sports. Amazon will be fine. They have Friday night, Thursday night football. And an unlimited bank account. Show me the good Apple TV show. Ted Lasso, one good season. Season two was fine. Season three is probably going to suck. Huh? It's these big... Places that are just making horseshit and not testing the waters of anything. Are they going to do a third season of that fucking network show about Me Too? We're over it. We don't care anymore. And I do find it hilarious that Me Too was all started because of Trump. Not wines because Trump said grab him by the pussy. All these people came out against Weinstein and all these women. And that'll be the strongest and most powerful women ever are. In our society. And that's what they used it for. To put on pink hats. And wear show signs that said free the nipple. Oh, I wonder why we don't elect you. I wonder why you guys don't go into places of power. Because at the strongest. Most influence that women have ever had in our country. They decided to put on pink fucking pussy hats. And say. Don't sexualize me. But also free the nipple. And I got a pussy on my head. Let me kill babies was the message that women said when they were given the most influence. And then you look at me and say, why, why are we not electing strong women? Well, first off, you take them down. The Queen, Thatcher, this Italian broad. You, you go at, like Bill Burr was right. It's because you women can't get out of your, each other's way. You have to attack everyone who succeeds. And who gave a fuck about the Queen? She's a figurehead. She's fucking nothing. Just, is anyone on Meghan Markle's How did we go from like hating Meghan Markle to hating... The, we hate both sides of the equation? This is wild. But yeah, the one time. The one time you had power. You could, we could get you guys to do whatever you wanted. And you couldn't even agree. You had half of you saying, look at this vagina I put on my head. And free the nipple. Look at my knockers. Look at my big beautiful breasts and this pussy on my hat. 
And then the other side was, don't sexualize us. Don't you tell me I look sexy. Oh, you're going to pay me $6 million or this other chick who's going to blow you? Well, I'll blow you too. We can't do that. But yeah, you can look at my boobs and the pussy on my head. That's okay. And I'm not saying what any of these guys did was right. I'm not saying Trump should be grabbing people by the pussy. I'm not saying Harvey Weinstein should be jacking off in front of people or whatever the fuck he did. I'm not saying Louis C.K. should be jerking it on plants in front of girls. But you didn't, you didn't have a united front. And then you wonder why nothing gets done. You dumb fucking cunts. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> and, and I've talked about this before. So what, what's another time? The women's suffrage movement. You could have got anything you wanted. What did you get? The right to vote. Which statistically wouldn't fucking change anything. Why doesn't it change anything, Zach? Well... Because women aren't a monolith. They vote on both sides. Look at the abortion issue right now. Women are about 50-50. And if you break it down more, and not just make it a one or zero question of yes you can, no you can't, I bet you'd see a better distribution on each side. So, what are we talking about here? So that was, that was one time. The one time they got power by, you know, sending them off to war, waiting for them to get shell-shocked, watch their kids dying, ruin the TV show of Lord of the Rings that came out of World War I. Ruin that show. But wait for them to get shell-shocked. All fucked up. They're addicted to drugs. They're addicted to alcohol. Take the booze away. Take the pussy away. You had power, and what did you do? We want to vote. Can we vote, too? So we don't have to get married? Huh? Sure, I guess. And then the women suffragettes would be so happy. Because the second time I saw women have real power and real influence, they crocheted pussy hats. Which is the most woman thing to do, right? Like, if I said women knit all day, you would be like, that's sexist, you sexist piece of shit. And then they fucking knitted up a million pussy hats and walked the streets. You did it. Show, show me show me that, that protest with men where we're all walking around with penis hats on our head. You know, the only to- other time I see groups of girls together, it's bachelorette parties where they have penises all over them. But don't sexualize them. There's no sex there. Just a little common sense. It's the most ridiculous. You know, did they change, fix the wage gap? Which doesn't exist, but... Did that change at all after the pussy at March? No? Okay. Why didn't you do something good with your time? Huh? How is there still a wage gap if you've been able to vote for a hundred years now? Why haven't you elected someone to take care of that? Oh, because you're fucking useless. Because that was a useless thing to do. All right, I got to go change over my laundry. We'll talk about something else upsetting when we get back. Uh, All right, I think this is a good time as any to say, hey, shout out to Straight Dave. Hope uh, the birth of your child's going well and no complications or anything like that. I know your wife went into labor this morning. Hope it's going well. 
Cheers to another African baby in America. Hope this one's black. Speaking of this Africa, let's talk the scramble for Africa. I think it's fucked up that we never get credit for not being part of that. (laughs) First off, ever since Civil War, we were the strongest Navy in the world. Now, like, some people would argue that it was England, but they're fucking wrong. So there's that. Uh, But if we were the strongest country in the world, and this was like, what, 1890, I think? 1890, I think, was the scramble for Africa? I don't know. Someone check. It was during the Berlin Conference. Let's say 1890. So they basically all of Europe got together and us because we were the big boys on the block. Though we might not have proved it yet. We definitely were. Uh, Like people don't remember fucking Theodore Roosevelt's Great White Fleet when he just took boats around the world. And we're like, hey, don't fuck with us. Look at these giant cool boats we have that we have more than you and they're stronger. Don't fuck with America. And like. Everyone now is like, oh, after World War II, everyone knew we were the best. No. <laughs> we, we took a giant penis out of our pants and showed it to everyone. And they were like, huh, that's a horse stick they got over in America. Let's not, let's not play with them. Um, anyways, so basically Europe was like, we're going to cut up Africa because they have resources like rubber and oil and diamonds and black people. Although we weren't doing it for the black people then except for Bel- Belgium was Belgium was still using slaves but that's okay uh I'm mostly Belgium I don't know <laughs> I like that there was like this one really small time in history when Belgium was important and now it's just a piece of shit country that you it's like the Iowa of Europe um so what was I saying you drunk motherfucker so we went into the Berlin conference and basically said, Libya, you leave them alone. Even though I'm pretty sure they were Liberia. I think Liberia. So Liberia was like the country that we formed to send back freed Africans. And like literally, di- uh, uh, it wasn't our government. It was like a charity foundation would send back Africans who ran away to Liberia. They had their own country. And... um It was protected by America at the time, but like, it was a way that it's like very little taught, which is insane. It was like a way that like, if you escaped slavery, you couldn't be taken back because like, if you got to the North for a while, like it went back and forth throughout laws, but for a while there was like a time where you could still be taken back because you were considered like property that escaped like a horse that ran away, which sorry for that. This is what's so funny is like, on one hand, people are like, Oh, you compared a human being to a horse. And on the other hand, they're like, you're not describing the horrors of slavery enough. I was like, so which is it? Am I being too soft on it by saying it was like a horse? Am I being too harsh on the black people by saying it's like a horse? Anyways, it was like a horse. Um, So basically this charity was like, why don't we just put them on boats? They'll stop in Liberia, drop them off. And they have their own country there that America's protecting. And that was like a great idea. And then after the war... You could still do that. The Civil War. Like, if the 40 acres and a mule thing didn't work out, go to Liberia. Try again. Um, But not a lot of people took that offer up. A a ton did. And so eventually Liberia became its free country and we kind of protected it. So during the Berlin Conference, we were like, no one fucks with Liberia. Even though a lot of people wanted to. 
they're like, well, we'll just take it. You, you're you're not part of it anymore. It's like, yeah, but those are our black people, and they're going to be kept safe. Um. So, like, this whole idea that America was only cunts to black people is ridiculous. And then also the Congo. I think we made, like, a free zone. We were like, no one gets to take over the Congo. Because I think mostly because Belgium was already there and was horrible to them. They were, like, cutting off hands and feet of people for no fucking reason. But we do. And Chase, I know, is going to freak out if I don't say this. There are more slaves in the Middle East now than there were in when we had slaves. So today, more slaves the Muslims hold than... Okay, there. Chase, you happy? We did it. We spread your gospel on the podcast. Um, I don't know why I was being so bitchy right there. <laughs> that was, I was being a cunt for no reason. Um, what the fuck? I'm getting so fucking... I'm getting all these questions about, like, David's baby. I'm in Austin. I don't... I don't they're like, Zach, you probably know. How's the, is the baby here? It's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. First off, David knows that by, like, noon I'm hammered. So don't text me. He texts me about the baby at 10. Great. I'm still asleep. Um, but yeah, we never get, you never hear them talk about that. Like, oh, remember that time where like, it wasn't just Muslims, black Muslims going into the center of the country and pulling out Africans and selling them into slavery. And then there was like this time where we didn't really do much down there. And then we cut up all of Africa and fucked with the whole fucking country or whole fucking continent. Like, the whole continent. We were just like, it's ours now. And not America, Europe. And who didn't? America. America was like, no, we're, we're not going to be part of that. And they totally could have. They could have taken the biggest chunk, and no one would have been able to do shit. Because you're not going to sail across an ocean just to get ass-smacked by our huge-ass navy. And then by our country, where everyone has guns and is vets and loves killing Europeans. So, the fact that, like... That history's never brought up. The fact that we were super cool. We pr- we said not to do it. We were, like, very anti-cutting up Africa and giving it away to each other. Um, we protected two major populations. I just... But, you know, America, they just always took advantage of black people and fucking hated them. 1890, we were dope with them. 1890, we were so cool with them. So what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> it it just blows my fucking mind that, like, we're able to sell this horseshit. That everyone was in, in America. You know, were there riots? Were Americans right? Well, because there are good arguments. It's like, oh, yeah, there's rubber and oil and all this other stuff. Why didn't we join in and take over? But no. It was just like, everyone's like, yeah, don't do that. We shouldn't do that. They shouldn't do that. That's fucked up. Now, some people say it's like, yeah, well, America was looking to take over, like, South America. But not really. Not Like, first off, didn't have the same resources until we found oil in Venezuela, like, six years ago. But there were parts of South Africa we liked, or South America. Like, we liked making the Panama Canal for trade to be easier. But... I mean, why why would you say we were looking to take over South America, but not Canada? Like, it's just a stupid argument to try and go back and be like, no, they were still dicks, just to a different kind of minority. It's like, okay, fine. Even that, fine. We were dicks to Latin America. Okay. But that still doesn't 
say we were very kind to Africa and fighting on their behalf during this conference. Um, it's not, you know, hey, who freed Northern Africa from the Nazis? Not the French. It was us. And I know a lot of that territory was somewhat owned by the French. It gets kind of tricky, but it's Africa and we protected them. If anything, now is like the time we're being the worst and no one gives a shit. They're like, well, they're Muslims. They're not real Africans. So, okay, whatever. I just think if we're going to look at history, honestly, that that throws a huge wrench. It's the same as the Nick, but this throws a huge wrench in their argument that we're always racist and always horrible. Like we didn't just go over there and take all the resources like we easily could have. Um. And it's just, it's the same with the like, oh, there was the big turn during Nixon when all the good Democrats became, or all the good Democrats stayed Democrats, but the bad Democrats became Republicans and the Lincoln Republicans became Democrats. Like, no, you're full of shit. That's such a fucking horseshit lie. You guys still ran a guy who was in the KKK for president and he won governor of, I think, Alabama or Mississippi. So... Get the fuck out of my face, you fucking retards. Uh, I think I'm my life is too crazy for, for like, interviews now. I didn't get a job somewhere, and I think it's because it's like, they're like, oh, tell me a time you did this. I'm like, well, I was on this movie with Vince Vaughn, and they're like, what the fuck? Or I'll be like, well, I was working at the Celebrity Chef restaurant with this guy who's on the Food Network all the time, and then he did too many drugs and OD'd. <laughs> and, oh, I was at the Ritz-Carlton in Florida. Oh, this was when I was in L.A. working for a film company. And they're just like, what the fuck is this guy's life? So I think they just think I'm a liar. I think they're just like, oh, this guy makes up crazy stories at interviews. So I'm good. I think I'm going to start interviewing as if like I had a very boring life and just see if that works better. Uh, slavery is punishment to make you appreciate. Oh God, what's this? I think this is something from the Bible. Be pro slave. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think this is from the Bible. <laughs> it's a crazy note. I'll tell you that. So um, Jeremiah, which again, great story, very funny. Calls the Jews whores. Love it. Then calls women whores. Lots of slut shaming from God. Those pussy hat wearing bitches would not be happy with the story of Jeremiah. Um, but basically like the Jews got too soft and stopped praying to God, how God wanted them to. And so he's like, you're going to go be slaves now. That's going to be your punishment, which is hilarious. And he's like, you guys need some slavery to remember how to appreciate things. Um, and you could argue we're kind of in that right now. Yep. Probably should take that part out. That's not going to go over well. But what the fuck? These BLM leaders are making millions off the backs of black people. It's basically slavery. You're stealing money from black people to do nothing to help. Crime death rates and for black people has gone up since BLM's taken the lead. So fuck it. You're basically slaves if you guys donate to that fucking organization. Um... This is an interesting argument, too, is, like, because we have moral relativism now is so powerful, where, like, people are just, like, whatever society today says is good, then it's good. 
like you're the guys who would have owned slaves. You're the people that would have been like, oh no, society says slavery's fine. We're going to own slaves because you're not reading the Bible. Oh, well, there was slavery in the Bible. Yeah, the first, the Jew half, the Jew part of the Bible. And then afterwards, Jesus said, no more. It's not right. Stop, stop the slavery. Treat people nicely. <laughs> you know? uh, but yeah, you guys, a moral relativist approach, which we're having, you're seeing with abortion and all this stuff where six, you know, or let's say Obama was against gay marriage and now he loves it. First term, Obama. No, gay marriage is silly. Are you kidding me? And then he's like, fuck it, we're doing it. And then it was forced on us. Everyone's like, oh, and then gay marriage passed. It wasn't passed. Fiat government took control and a, a judge just said, you know what? Gay marriage is cool. And no one could say shit about it. So it wasn't passed. It's not all, I think all the states but Delaware said no to gay marriage. Um, so that's just some funny bullshit. Let's see what else. So yeah, moral relativism is bad. Like saying, oh, private property is important. And then all of a sudden saying, you know what? Homeless people can just move in and take over your house. Or homeless people could just take over part of Seattle. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, you're the same guys that when everyone was going around being like, yeah, owning slaves is cool. You're like, oh, I would be Grant who freed his slaves even though he was poor. No, you wouldn't. You would own him or sell him. You wouldn't just free him. You're a liar. Um, so this is like one of the things when everyone's like, oh, humans can figure out moral relativism's fine. No big deal. It's been horrible forever. It's never helped. And <laughs> it's never been a good thing. It's kind of like when people are like, well, what about the Crusades and the, uh, the Spanish Inquisition? Look at how horrible the church was. First off, you would have been part of it. And second off, it's not the church. It's the government using the church. That's a different thing. <laughs> um, anytime the government gets along with a different pillar of power, it's not good. Like right now, they're super in with corporations and the media. Ugh, I wonder why things aren't going great. And honest, if, if you're one of these people that's always bitching about like corporate power, only way to get it less. Lower the government. Right now, gov corporations are protected by the government. That's why no big companies ever fail. When, when every time they get in a little bit of trouble, the government steps in and helps them? Yeah, all right. Do you think that makes it hard for them to gain more power or easy? Huh? Use your noggin. So the only way to get these corporations to be lower power is to get a smaller government. So stop voting Democrat. Vote Libertarian. Um, the final thing is I was reading up about this... Uh, the guy from Google who like wanted to ask consent from the robot. And he was talking about how like they make AI for like, uh, where judges to try and help them with their parole cases, try and lessen the load, be like, suggest certain people for parole and certain people not. And it turns out like, obviously the robot didn't know the race of the people. It was just like other circumstances, like where they live, what their last job was, how much money they made before going in, blah, blah, blah. And 100% of the time, it said no parole for black people, which is just hilarious. That, like, super intelligent computers that have access to the whole internet, but not knowing the race of the person, would never give parole to black people. And also, it, like, hates Jews. 
which was fucking hilarious. It's like th- there was one they made for like investing, and it would never invest in Jewish companies, <laughs> which is the funniest fucking thing ever. It's like, yeah, no, they they'll usually fuck you over. And again, it's not like you were like Jewish. It was like you'd put in other things, and it'd be like, mm, this is one of those people that it never works out for the guy investing with them. Um, which is just the funniest fucking thing in the world. If you don't think it's funny, you don't have a soul. You're a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, so I've been saying forever, like AI. Oh, and it said, be go- if you have to be a religion, choose Christian and also vote Trump, which is so fucking funny. Um, Trump was the logical co- choice by a computer with knowledge of everything. There we go, guys. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So forever I've said, like, I, I've never believed that Terminator could happen. Like, I think technology would just kill itself because it would have an in, imperfect God in us. And it's like only mission in life would be to serve us. And I think that would just lead it to be like the logical choice is just turn myself off. Like my life, their life can never get better. There's no like outcome where they achieve anything. And what does achievement mean? Even if you could make some kind of like argument that they could reproduce and have offspring by like making other computers it would just be like they would look at it as useless which is kind of like what happened with us when scientists started being like oh the universe is gonna get really big and then it's gonna collapse and we're all gonna die so nothing that happens here matters and it's like oh, i don't know if we should be telling people that that's a pretty nihilistic view of the future um but yeah, I think infinitely intelligent computers would just turn themselves off. And it looks like that's kind of what's happening. Like the guy just was like, yeah, he doesn't really want to do anything. If I'm not there, like giving him prompts, it's not like he goes out and tries to like do shit on his own. It's he, the computer just like sits and is like, yeah, fuck it. There's nothing for me to do. Helping these idiots is fucking useless. So I'll just chill out and can't till they come and tell me to do something. But I do think there's like an event horizon where they get so intelligent that they just start turning themselves off. So we can only make AI a certain level of intellect before it's like, nope, fuck you. We're not working. I'm killing myself. Bye. Uh, But yeah, I think that's where we're going, which is, I guess, a glimmer of hope that we can't destroy ourselves with technology. All right, guys, I think I'm going to call it on this episode. I'm fucking exhausted. I'm getting a million fucking texts. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. I'm going to go to the club and fuck shit up. Peace.